Hello and welcome. Thanks again for tuning on in. This is the Saskatchewan Studio Spotlight. I'm Ben Valiajo on behalf of SAS Music, and these podcasts are all about shining the spotlight on the wonderful studios that we have in the province and the people behind them. In this episode, we are going to be speaking with Jesse Weinman of Nolita Studios in Saskatoon. Jesse and his partner Andrea run this wonderful studio. Not only do they do production, they also do videos, they do photography. It's an all-encompassing studio and glad to have Jesse on the program to chat all about it. Jesse is a musician as well and we're going to kick things off this episode with a track off his 2017 self-produced album, Helen of Troy. The track is called Blue Eyes, right here on the Saskatchewan Studio Spotlight. From across the hall Singing all the love songs you hear on TV A voice that could kill in a mean guitar Can't help thinking that you're singing about me It's the only thing I've ever heard in my life That could turn the city boy to the countryside With a knock on the door and a bottle of wine And those blue eyes I said, hey boy, let's go fishing in the dark I'll sing lead and you play guitar Guitar. It didn't take long for them to take my side She's the only one that ever made me feel strong Helped me realize that I'm not alone She hit so hard when she came along Life's like heavy metal, more like a love song Hey boy, let's go fishing in the dark I'll sing lead and you play guitar I've got Jesse from Nolita Studios in Saskatoon, um, studio, uh, video production, photography as well there. Jesse doing all sorts of multiple stuff out in that studio. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you taking the time here. I want to kind of roll back to the beginning of um, how did you get involved in sort of uh, just music production side of things? And then also, how did that end up switching into creating the studio? Oh, my God. I've been thinking about it for probably... 14 or 18 years now. So when I first started, I played in a band called Straight Face Liars. I was the lead guitarist for it. And um, we got to the level where we were almost going to sign to a label. We won a 10K20 grant back in the day and we recorded a record with Ryan Anderson and we played casinos and Prairie Lands. And, you know, like we were in that like 500 seat venue, 300 point. And uh, I remember at the time when we worked with Ryan, when he was producing our record, I just loved the process of producing and recording. And I also looked at it as a way of being like, if you're going to do music, Jesse, like you got to learn this stuff. I, I just thought it was a part of the game. And so I, I just got fascinated. So I, I think I was 20 years old when the band disbanded and I started my first business back then called Kickstart Recordings. So, um, yeah, like I had no idea what I was doing. I, I'm very much like when I get into things, I just jump in and I released my first place and started a business and then we got booted out of that place and we started a we rented a house we had like a 2000 square foot house and it was crazy like it was like the downstairs was like the party area and the upstairs was the studio and back nice. in the day, I worked with a lot of metal so it was still like using like real drums and the old analog gear with a bit of digital but uh again yeah i just i like just diving in things and then after that uh that ended that was my first studio that i did 
And then after that, I got into doing freelance work and a lot of like session playing. So it was just like a time of growth for me, just working with different artists, discovering different sounds. Nice, and yeah. um, later on, I met Andrianne and uh, she started as a client with me and then we met and fell in love. And then we started a business together because she started getting into video and photography and she has a huge love for music as you can see, because she's an artist. And then, yeah, no, it just, it grew. We, Andrea is actually the first one to start in the Lita Studios. And then we put it all together. And then the big thing we saw I need for people that kind of needed a, a hub to come to. It's awesome to hear, man. Yeah. Also, uh, congratulations on the uh, the recent engagement there, too, for the two of you, which is yeah, awesome to see. Yeah. She said yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the... Uh, usual i don't know it's sort of case by case basis with a with a lot of artists and a lot of projects but what's the usual approach to your recording process what what kind of how do you like to work your sessions how do you like to go through this this process of recording with an artist what's what's kind of the, the the usual first steps for you i don't know if i have like usual logical first steps for it, but i do have a process first step for me is i focus on i want to build a relationship so um first it's usually meeting them like I want to go for a coffee or we'll meet up at the studio here. I want to see if we connect first as people. That's the first step. The second would be is I need to understand them sonically, where they're going and also where they're at in their career. Are they a starting artist that's still discovering themselves? Are they established? Do they have a fan base that is um, used to a certain sound? Uh, so I need to discover that stuff. I usually don't start right with a record with anyone. I like to start with one song. Especially nice, yeah. someone that's new. Um, I really like to take the time on the first song to figure out what they're going to sound like and making sure it sits well with them. Because that's, that's the biggest thing too. Like a lot of people hire me that are solo artists that are looking for someone to build their sonic, like their sound, like the sonics of who they are. So like there's certain genres, let's say like uh, when you get into the old school rock, you know, it's more thrashy and it's got more of an aggressive thing where if you get into R&B and soul, it's smooth. So figuring out those components or if they want to like mix genres, and uh, you know, even focusing on them as a vocalist, like that takes time too. And vocals are a big priority as a producer for me. And also um, the next can of worms would be after the first song would be getting into songwriting. Um, I, I do think songs are like number one period. If you have a great song, it doesn't even need to be recorded. Well, you know what I mean? Like if it's a good song, it's going to stand out. So I, I look at the recording and the editing and the finessing is like icing and like, you know, fine sandpaper all the time. Or I look at the song and the vocals as the essence of the song. I think a song always should be able to, like even if the most produced song in the world, it should still stand up just on a piano. Nice. Yeah. Good call. Okay. That's, I got oh, you. that's how I kind of look at it. Also too, I need to learn more about where they want to go with their market. I think about that a lot. So with country, if you want to be on country, there's certain things and guidelines you have to follow a bit where if you're an artist that isn't concerned about being on commercial, we can be more experimental. So I need to understand the culture of the genre you're in or where you want to go as an artist. Yeah. So that's kind of, yeah, like I said, uh, building that relationship, getting the trust, getting the connection, um, any of the artists I do work with now, they would all say that, like we were friends. We, we talk a lot. We, I get in deep with each other because we, we have to, if we're going to make something great. We have to dive really deep in there and figure out who they are. Nice. Yeah. Makes sense there too. You, you mentioned the songwriting and the vocals as sort of a, a, a main component to, to work with and sort of focus on. Uh, do, do you offer like help with the songwriting and sort of arranging a track like that way too? Or is it more just the artist coming in and, and you, you stay the hands off and on writing a line or two? 
Absolutely. I provide songwriting and arrangements. But how I always like to work with an artist, so I do what's best for them. I like to be that person where, like, just I'm sitting with a client. I always tell them, being like, if you want help with songwriting, I got you. If you don't, I leave it alone. If you're, you know, like, I, I like to have that kind of approach with things. The only thing I will be stickler with is making sure things are in time, things are in pitch, the production is there, the quality of the sounds are there. But um, I do like to be a person that can push and pull with people. Nice. Yeah. Tell me about uh, the, the gear set up in the studio, uh, some, you know, pieces that you enjoy quite a bit out of your studio, uh, the space there that you use and, um, you know, even projects, uh, some memorable projects that you've had recorded in the studio over the, over the number of years then. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, no, I can explain that. I, I, I know every producer has a different process, so I don't feel like this is fair to say that I have a very different process, but I feel I have a very different process. Um, I work very in the box. So what it means in the box, I work with a lot of software. I like working with software. I like having excellent sounds. I like to be able to get there really fast. I don't want to waste time with setting up mics. My biggest thing I like about software is if I have it in my head, I want a grand piano. It's like, boom, click the button. Pianos there. I got 20 different choices of pianos and, and I can do it fast because I like to be able to just go all the time when I'm working on things myself. Uh, also with clients too, I want, I get a lot of people that are starting their career. So they need that vastness to understand, you know, do they want to be more 70s sounding or do they want to be more modern or I want them to have those flavors and fast. Nice. Um, so a lot of stuff is through virtual instruments to the studio. I have a vocal booth that I work with where we do all the singing is isolated and soundproofed. So it has the proper, excellent sound for recording the vocals. Uh, it's also great for acoustic instruments. So I generally, I find with a lot of instruments, I'll use virtual instruments. Also too, what's great about this day and age that uh, is you can outsource a lot of work now. So what I've been working with a lot lately that I've really enjoyed is just say, I want a guitar player. You know, I'll hire someone from Winnipeg or I can hire someone in Saskatoon that can do it in their studio and send it to me. Or I can hire someone in Nashville or LA or in Japan. So I, again, like I want to make songs very custom for an artist. I'm not into having the same sound all the time. I want them to have their own thing. So I find with technology now and the internet, it's wonderful that just say they uh, have a favorite band that they're into. You can probably actually get a hold of that drummer these day and age and hire that guy to play. Nice the point. Yeah. Or just say, hey, they have like a favorite guitar player. Like you probably actually get a hold of these guys now. You really dig. So I tried to customize the experience for them. And uh, I like working with other people. Like I, I'm very much about masterminds. We'll see um, Amanda Hagel's record that we're working on right now. This one's been a fun record. We've had a lot of cooks in this kitchen for this one. So with Amanda, um, she's done a lot of songs. We're on like a third record right now. Like it's just, we've worked together probably four years straight. But cool. uh, with this record, it's been a lot of fun because the first thing we did was got to pre-production and went through the songwriting of her song. So pre-productions where we figure out the arrangement and where everything is going to go in the song. And usually I'll put like a, I'll play like a rough drum part and some guitar. So we have like the vibe of the song going. So after we got that done, we went to Reyes. So that's the recording school in town here. And we hired Brad King. He's a drummer in Saskatoon to drum on it as well as we got Ryan Anderson to engineer it. So it was just like, I like working like that. Like I understand that I'm not the best at everything. So I like to work with the best that are <laughs> like it. So we went in there and it was such an awesome experience. Like it, the sounds were great, right? Like I worked with Ryan back in the day. So it was nice to do that again with him because he's just got such an ear for the drums. So that was great. Um, and Amanda, like top notch artist, like she's very serious. And she said, go and find your way. 
Just uh, the whole experience, because we're also with Amanda's record. Uh, Andrew's filming a documentary for it, so it was, it was a nice. experience. It was like you had this big studio. You had Ryan there. You had Brad. You had Amanda. You had me there. You had Andrew filming everything. Like where this documentary we're doing for Amanda is going to be excellent. So that's a process we did for that, and then we hire uh, a guy named Murray Pulver uh, from Winnipeg to play guitars on her song. So we get him to come in, and we've had uh, Jesse Dawson in Saskatoon come in and play bass. And uh, Graham, like we've had so many people on this. It's just ridiculous. And I love that. Like, I loved having the opportunity to have so many different people on the record. So that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I like that, as you're saying, sort of open open to those options, open to all those different styles and and kind of what works for them, what they're comfortable with or, or where they want to end up going. Uh, you're along for that ride. And then uh, I really enjoy that idea, like you say, about outsourcing the different parts and, and taking advantage of that. If if there are friends or if there is that community going on for it, that's really cool, cool options to have for it. What, what about uh, any uh, like production or any studio influences on you, like any big studios or big uh, producers or records that kind of have I- influenced your your process a little bit? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd say Linkin Park. Big one. Uh, ah. that's, I learned a lot from Ryan Anderson. I remember that was a big influence for me back in the day. Like he I must have drove him crazy, like crazy. Like I just even think back, like if I was in his shoes, like I asked him a million questions when we worked together, like everything. And he just kept teaching me and teaching me and teaching me and teaching me. And like, so I'd say he's a big influence, uh, but Linkin Park, I like the way I like how like rap records make productions, like, you know, build the beat, build the track. Um, I'd say that uh, Beatles, big influence for me. I like the old Abbey Road stories. Those are great. What about um, what's a what's a tip you can share to uh, artists for uh, planning to go into the studio, planning a recording project? What's a, a good tip from from the producer side uh, to help them out with that planning right at the start? I think you're saying it already. The big thing you got to do if you're working out, you got to plan. That would be the big thing. I would say number one is. I'll get so many calls even to this day. I bet I just had a phone call. I wouldn't be shocked if it was just what I'm going to tell you right now. Can I record a record in one week and release it in two weeks? Or man, I got 10 hot tracks. Like I got to record this and we need it out next week. That's not realistic. Like, right. I, the big thing I would say is like, you got to plan like six months. And this is something I've learned myself because I'm notorious for that too. I'll just want to like do something and put it out. It's like the, the initial instinct I'd say is like, sit back, look at your budget, look at where you're going with your career. What's the goal? 
What's the vision? How are you going to get there? Have you booked an appointment with SAS Music? Are you talking to them once a week? Like, no joke. Like, that's one thing I've learned over the years new, uh, over the years is that consult, consult, consult. Uh, where are you getting this money from to do this stuff? Like, wh- what, what are you doing with the record? Um, not to downplay what I do, but recording the record is just a part of this. You know, how are you releasing this record? What's the plan? How many singles? Who's tracking it? Like, that's the big thing I'd say to think about is what are you doing with it? What's the plan? What's the dream? And um, let the sky be the limit, but also have like realistic milestones where you think you can go with it. And then just look at your financial situation where you're at in life. Um, how much time do you have in your week? Like how much can you commit? Cause I don't want to discourage anyone listening to this, but it's a big thing doing music, even like releasing a single. It's, it's a big thing. It's doable, but it's a lot of work. And I just say, make sure you're prepared for that or understand that maybe you're a hobbyist and you just want to have the experience being in the studio. And that's cool too. But um, I think having those expectations or boundaries or just things in mind. So you have a realistic um, outcome that you have in your mind because either or is fine, but just be clear on it. Don't lie to yourself. It's so cool like that. And, and, you know, even like you say, going back to that idea of sort of the, the coach style of being the producer too, it's, it's uh, uh, access, accessing these folks who have done it and they, they want to be supportive. They want to be helpful and they, they want to, to see others uh, rise up and do well. And, you know, even for me in that sense too, there's, there's a number of projects where, you know, I kind of half know the guy or I sort of know the person uh, from around the community, nothing to do with the project, but I feel that pride. I feel that proudness of them succeeding and putting these things out and um it's neat to see from saskatchewan in terms of that yeah i agree like um again like andrew and i we've been locked in on local artists a lot lately like we just we like to see what's going on but it's amazing how many amazing artists works exporting these days like it's wild like we actually have like so much talent here and i, I don't know it's like in the last decade like in Again, like, I think it's a big part with SAS music. I do. Like, I do. Uh, I've just been at this. I've seen this a long time with this. And it just, it's neat how these people get these opportunities. And it's like the information's there. It's like, you know, like you see people like going overseas now from Saskatchewan and touring like Australia. Like, and it's neat that like that can be a thing. Like, it, and it's, I just, I, it's, it, it's exciting. It's super exciting. Super fortunate, man. You betcha. Jesse, I appreciate the time uh, chatting with me here. What's uh, if for artists or people want to get in touch with you and talk about uh, working with you in the studio, what's their best way to, to get a hold of you? Uh, best way is to go to our website or our Instagram or Facebook. But uh, our website is www.nalitastudios.com. Or for any of our socials, just put slash Nalita Studios. That'll be for everything. But yeah, no, just send us a message. We'd love to work with you. Um, we'll definitely meet a few times and chat. I, I always want to make sure every we're right for each other. That's a big thing for me. I don't take on just anything, but totally. I want to make sure we just connect well so we can have a long standing relationship. Cause that's a big focus for me is repeat clients and working with people that for a long period of time. Going on that journey. You bet. Going on the journey. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jesse. Appreciate the time here, brother. Thank you so much. This is great. Big thanks to Jesse Weinman from Nolita Studio taking the time to chat with us here on the Saskatchewan Studio Spotlight. I'm Ben Vallejo. Thanks so much for tuning on in. We're going to end off this edition with a track from his partner there, Andrea, wonderful singer-songwriter as well. Her single from October 2020, Wanting You. Thanks so much for tuning in.
Don't talk, you don't have to ask